0: You can have all the money in your hand, all the possessions anyone can ever have, but it's all worthless treasure. True worth is only measured not by what you got, but what you got in your heart. You can have, you can have.
1: Reach out in touch with the Savior's hand. On rock we stand like his native land. Let the ways of love be the ways of man.
3: Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
1: You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move.
4: But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to...
2: This is an opportunity for us to reflect on whether or not we have done what is required to do to bring on not only our dream to existence, but the dream of Martin Luther King to existence and others that were willing to sacrifice their lives. You know, we uh, have to recognize that it would be very selfish for us, the individual, to take advantage of the openings created by those who died, but not seek to create openings for others to come behind us or along with us. We also need not be so comfortable in our lifestyle that we're not willing to put our comfort on the line in order to open the door wider for those who need a little more assistance. We cannot fat cat it on the sidelines while we recognize that there are people who are working to take us in a direction that we do not want to go. And there are too many things that are obviously happening that we can't close our eyes to the existence of men and women who don't want to give us any more of the pie than we've already got not enough for that some of us are able to sit at the table. We have to make openings for all people of color to have opportunities. We have to use the game plan given to us to reengage ourselves to have the kind of life that Dr. Keen and others wanted us to have. We need to be committed and dedicated to serving King's Dream with our participation, looking to create the leadership that is necessary to make it all possible. I have to go on record and saying I thought we had turned the corner when we were able to elect Barack Obama, but it's going to take more than just one opportunity for an African-American to be president. It's going to have to become commonplace. We're going to have to elect women to, to more offices and get a woman president so that we truly understand that the American dream is for everyone and not a select for you. We need to open the gate to allowing all people into our country. We had a state on the Statue of Liberty that seemingly is no longer true. I thought we were interested in having are poor, are tired, our huddled masses yearning to be free. Seemingly, people have said, suggested, if you don't come here with an education, if you don't come here with money, if you don't come here with potential, you're no longer wanted. So, who in the world is prepared to stand up? and remind people of our history and the promises made to the world. It is strange that we find ourselves revisiting some of the promises and some of the commitment and some of the past failures of leadership that's gotten us to this point. Are you there, Reverend Smith?
5: Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Good evening to everybody. I'd just like to say um, God bless you all, and God keep you. That is my prayer. All I can say, James, is -hmm. I'm not surprised by this, and I, I don't think that most of you are surprised about it. Uh, when they were talking about Give us your poor And all of these things like that They weren't talking about us still in, in,
3: in any way shape
5: form or fashion We were brought over here on slave ships And so was a lot of other people Brought over here against their will um, And then along, Someone else came along And give gave us the Statue of Liberty And they put it up on, on Ellis Island out there Wherever it is out there But we 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 need to realize that, and we should have realized this I'd realize it i don't know I'm pretty sure a lot of us realize uh, we were never we have never been really accepted we have never ever really been accepted by the masses of people we've been accepted by some but not a whole lot and uh i I just thank God that he's he's he kept me to this point that I was able to uh, obtain and, and go through and, and make it to where I am today because I don't see where a lot of these young people can take a lot of the things that you and I took, uh, if you took anything at all, but, you know, we were maligned at everything else growing up and also on the jobs and stuff, and a lot of times I, I almost went to jail for it, but at the same time, We've never been we've never been free per se to do. Now it's only coming to the forefront since this man has come in and now everybody feels free to say these things and do the things that that they that they choose to do. Martin Luther King was a prophet, I believe, set by God. I will never I will always believe that. I would always believe that. But once he was gone, and you, we, we should have known that God was not going to allow him to stay here forever, but once he was gone, everything went right back up deeper and farther down than it was before it came up. It really did. And, and we have been fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting all of our lives. And now we have a generation or two generations of children or younger people who don't give a hill a be. They don't care. They really don't care. And you, you, you're you saying, what do we do? One day does not make a change. One day is not going to make a change. We can get out here and march and have parades and have folks throwing us candy and throwing out beads and all that kind of stuff, that's not gonna make a change. That's not gonna make a change. The ones that that should have been there, I guarantee you, if you look in those lines, you saw hardly any of the young men are younger women really standing there waiting to see what was going on in that parade. They had other things. They were like the like the gentleman said on television today, we take it, we are taking this day now as a day to to pull out the grill and do all these half parties and all this kind of stuff. That's, this is not what today is supposed to be. But we're using it as that. I never had no misgivings about my situation as a black man. I never had any misgivings, misgivings about that. I always realized that I had to do and work a little bit harder. I had to be a lot better. I had to do things perfectly almost in order to do uh, uh, or get myself put into different places. You know, and and it makes me angry to even think about that I believe but when, when someone in my department got shot they wanted all of us to go down and give blood in the military. All of these different places, nothing has really changed. You all may think it's changed because you've been blessed to have a, have a little something, something, but it hasn't changed. Integration destroyed us. Integration destroyed us, they had it all mapped out because we don't think, we don't think. All we do is sit on our behind and worry about what kind of new shoes Jordan putting out next week what's this and what's that, and all this kind of foolishness. Those people are thinking each day how to destroy us, how to destroy us and all the other people around. And I, I don't, I, I, and I don't want to talk about it anymore right now. Go to someone else because I get really upset about how we are taking this one day, one lousy day, and then they take February, They take February, and they make February Black History Month. We are black 24-7, to be honest, 65 days a year. You know, so um, go ahead. Go ahead. God bless.
2: Cheryl, it it is difficult to come to the understanding that white America still wants America for itself and they're not willing to share the the profits that were made from the immigrants who sacrificed to make this country great. And it's so difficult to get them to openly speak about the sacrifices that others have made other than themselves. At what point do we... Gavanize ourselves to the demand the rights that we're supposed to have.
6: Good evening, everyone. and how's everyone doing this evening? Good evening um, i'm um I'm like this, although we have overcome some things, we have not overcome many things and not enough things um, where we would have our rightful place in America. Um, You know, his dream was where all color would come together. But, you know, as we see today, that's still not the situation. You know, we still are crippled in this... um, situation, when will it happen? You know, I can't say when it would happen, but, you know, as Pastor Smith was saying, our young people today don't realize the importance of this date. They don't realize the things that our black people went through. To get to where we are today, and still is fighting to get to. Um, this day has very much been. This is a this is a holiday. That's all it seems seen as a holiday. Um, you know we're missing the importance, and that's the big thing: the importance of this day, and why we are. Celebrating this date Why this date Was put aside You know And it's not for The things that we Try to make things to be Having a good time You know like Catherine Smith said You know putting out the grill Having a long weekend um, Still partying Over from Friday, Saturday You know still from Monday And and it off with Monday, um, you know, they're missing it. And we have to have those moments and bread it. You know, if you got to constantly hear the stories over and over, because, you know, to me, the young people should be sitting at the feet of our elderly to hear the stories and to be able to feel Some of it, just a little bit of what our, um, what their grandparents had to go through and their great-grandparents had to go through. You know, they can't even begin to fathom none of this. And they don't even try to put themselves in that place. You know, only thing they thinking about, hmm, they wouldn't have made me go to no back of no bus and, hmm, They wouldn't have made me do this, you know. So we have to constantly, over and over, and not just for the month of February, and not just on Martin Luther King's birthday, you know, we got to stand up and be noticed, stand up and be heard. We have to be able to share this with our younger generation so that they won't forget. Because they are so—I mean—they are easily forgetting, and we are not um, making sure that they don't forget. And we have to let them know. You know, there's so many great inventors. There's so many great individuals
0: mm-hmm. that uh,
6: invented things, created things, and not got the recognition for it. You know, and we have to constantly do that. And we have to constantly make what Martin Luther King died for to stay mm-hmm. alive, not just resurrect only on this day once a year, because that's when it seems like it only resurrects. You know, that's the only time we seem to wanna to talk about it. Or we Amen. talk a little bit about it during the month of February. But we're not oh. getting you know, we steady using the same people, but let's use some of them in comparison with the same, with individuals, black individuals who have made a difference, who have continued the legacy that was started, you know, so that that, it can be more relatable to them. We got to continue, we have to, you know, it seems as though when we discuss these things, we have a lot to do, but we still have a lot to do. You know, there's so much that we have to do that we don't have time to really rest. When I say rest, take the whole day off because it's Martin Luther King Day and do nothing. You know, we should be out here making sure that our family members understand completely what it is that he went through and what it is that our people went through. You know, so we got to um, we got to step up in that area because we are where we are now because we have not stepped up and made it important important for black people to realize that we are important. We are somebody. We are. We have done a lot of things, and there's still a lot of things that in us that can be done. And should be done And not to let us laugh And fall by the wayside
2: Amen You know It is is so easy uh, To reminisce And think about what People have done in the past As though we don't need to do that In the present And I thought about when Abernathy talked about How many times he's gone to jail and that he's prepared and ready to go to jail again, if need be, because wherever he sees um, injustice, he's going to speak up. But how many of us are prepared to do that? And I question even myself. I've worked in the jail, but am I prepared to go to jail when I recognize and I see injustice? Am I prepared to walk these same streets that Kings and others walk in order to give me my right to live comfortably and drive a car, any car that I wish to, that I'm in a position to purchase? So I'm asking, you know, do we have the same will or dedication to the dream as those in the past who gave us an opportunity?
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and I'm going to say this. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, um, thank you, I, <laughs> Amen. Um, mm-hmm. Pastor Smith, I just want to tell you to just um, continue to do what you're doing in your city and in your um Community, the people that you are praying for, and the people that you're ministering to, because God has purposed you for such a time as this in that land to do what you have been doing, and to answer your question, James, no, that may not be that may not be our lot for us to go out and protest, but there are protesters out there, like Mr. Higgins on yesterday, and what he's doing in the community, like you, you started this radio show so that we can come together and talk about these different things. And uh, look at Mr. Smith, who's over in his state, and he's ministering and, and talking to the people about what he's supposed to be talking to them about. And look at Regina, how she's out protesting. Look at Joyce, what she's doing. Look at Cheryl, how she's ministering. We're all ministering in other ways, it, it don't have to be the same way that, that Dr. Martin Luther King ministered, as long as we're doing what God has purposed us to do. So I do see a change. And you know what, um, uh, uh, Pastor Smith, I, I I rejoice with those who are rejoicing. If they want to celebrate in that way, then I think they should be able to celebrate because there was a price paid for them and for us to celebrate. They may not have the right message right now, but as long as they're soldiers, like you, like James, like D, like the other gentlemen that are out in the field doing what they're supposed to do, the message is getting out there. Everybody is not going to receive the message. No, they're not. But those that do receive the message will take from that and they will go forth to do what they are purposed to do. And I heard a message today and it says, God has saved us because we are carriers. We have a message that God has given us to carry to other people. And I believe that every person that comes on this phone line, on this show, is a carrier of a message. But what is the message that we're carrying? Is it a message of hope? Is it a message to encourage people? Or is it it a message of doubt? Now, we're supposed to be messengers of hope. So I hope that everyone is giving hope to someone else and that's my um thought about that thank you jane
2: beautiful we we have to recognize that there's a greater fight on a lot of different fronts and understand over the the time that has passed since Martin Luther King is was assassinated we cannot sit by and idly allow the system to create roadblocks for us. And what I mean by that, we've had people who have suggested that the black community has been inundated by drugs based on the commitment of people to put us, to keep us down. Well, we ought to know that Martin Luther King would not have sat idly by and let allow um our communities to be drug infested. He would not have sat idly by and allowed our communities to be uh infested with uh violence, gun violence. He wouldn't have sat idly by and allowed our children to not reach their educational goals. So despite the fact that individually we've done better, there are things that infest our communities that would not have been allowed under his leadership. And that's why we have to develop and uh, support leaders who recognize what it is that we want accomplished. And it can be accomplished, if we come together, and even if we have to do it ourselves, Reverend Smith, I mean, you've talked about what you're prepared to do in the Paramore neighborhood, and you're doing that mm-hmm. because you see the value of those individuals who don't have a path to success. Right. I, 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 I,
5: I understand that, James. And to, um, to Kathy and to Cheryl, you all both spoke very eloquently in reference to what you were saying, and both of you were hitting the nail directly in the center of the hammer. Uh, it, it, I guess when I look at situations sometime, and I, I see what's going on out there, being being an ex-cop and and, and also being a pastor. And, uh, you know, like I said, I had my own pest control business for 19 years. So I went to these different homes. I went to a lot of different homes, and I saw how the the young people and the parents were reacting and interacting and not interacting and reacting to one another. You know what I used to do when... um, When there was something, um, and I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, James, Cheryl, uh, Ms. Kathy, and all of you probably did the same thing. But when I used to see something come on television about uh, the struggle, the struggle that we had, the struggle that Cain was involved with, the struggle that we had been struggling with all of our lives, I used to make my children come and sit down and watch it. And I would explain to them some of the things, and that has not been happening at all, I don't believe, not by a lot of parents, but by some parents. Some parents have been doing that. I'm not the only one that did that. But, some, but a lot of our, uh, our parents are not doing that, not like, like James said. They don't understand that many black and white and Jewish people died that we might have this right, this right that we have. To to make it like we have made it I thank God I thank God that I was able to send all of my children To college without having to go through any changes Or financial situations But I just thank God that he's able to A bunch of you did the same thing Because we came out of the poverty side of it But we've got to learn We all got to learn and like you were saying, there is a venue for each one of us. We all have a place that we need to be. And we have a, all have a place that we ought to be. But the question is, are we there? Or are we doing what we ought to be or need to be doing? Sometimes I don't think I'm doing enough. And it's definitely difficult when I see these young men standing on the corner uh, with their pants half down or when I'm on my way to church and uh, I see them selling crack because, you know, being an ex cop I can tell what you're doing. I mean, and most of the time now they don't care if you're ex or in or out or up. They don't care. But I remember those things and times when, 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 when none of us, all of us, we – any of you had to had to tie your sole of your shoes up with some bailing wire so that the, your feet wouldn't get wet when you were walking to school? Any of you had to do those things, had to put some newspaper in the cracks of your home so that you, but King and all of the other ones, they fought. They fought hard that we might have a right to, to own a, a nice home and. To own a nice car No we don't get the same prices a lot of times As other people do But we still got those things Because we have had that opportunity But only by the grace of God And I know that And Kathy is so correct Only by the grace of God That we are here We can't fight every battle But we can fight the ones That God has has put us In place to fight and that's what I ask God all the time. What is my purpose? I've retired from pastoring. Now, Lord, what is my purpose? And I try to find that, and I'm steady looking, and I'm steady doing. I don't mean you've got to sit idle while, while these things are going, while you're talking to God. You can still be doing something out there to help somebody else. Stop thinking about yourself all the time and help somebody else. That's what King was trying to tell us. It's all about us, and that's why I believe I believe my children live that way because I taught them that way because I was the mother and the father. that's God bless that's what I gotta say for right now,
2: and Regina, as we seek our goals, we cannot be complacent about what it is that we have to gain and be able to bless others. You know, it's not enough that you're able to feed yourself. It's not enough that you're able to feed your offspring. We have to go beyond that and be in a position where we can feed somebody else's offspring. We can uh, assist somebody else and to reach their dream. It cannot be about us all the time. The dream has to be universal to as many people as possible to reach it. You are so correct,
4: and I, I totally agree. Good evening, everyone. And, and I, I agree with what you just said,
2: James. Yeah, we 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 cannot be passive and selfish. Or that we were able to read the roadmap, we were able to to uh, to to create our plans to success and not have anybody else benefit from our existence. And I think that's what's taking place. We got too many successful individual people who've made it, but they don't feel the challenge or the need uh, to to galvanize ourselves to help all of us get to this same point.
4: And I, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, everybody is, is aware, and I, you know, I'm going to always use what I've been through as an example of of what we should do so that I or folk like me or anybody should ever have to go through what I've been through um, again. But, you know, we, we make it. We have properties. We have this. We have that. And then when when there's a need, we forget. Now, that's one of the reasons why, and I, I'm struck, this is just, and this is totally Regina, totally. Um, but that's one of the reasons why today I did not go to march with the NAACP here in Columbia. Anybody who knows me knows that I've marched for the past 15 years since they started it. But nobody could give me, tell me what the agenda was. Nobody could tell me what the platform was and what were the strategies that were going to be taken after the march. So I felt as if it were a waste of time because these are the same people who are standing on the shoulders of the Ralph Abernathy's, um, you know, the Martin Luther King's. But the only thing it seems as though they're concerned with now is the um, the dinners. To raise money, but a few months ago, I was totally concerned about some Yemen and Indian folk coming into our neighborhood uh, putting what their the name of it, the gas station is the Obama station, and I blasted it out there trying to get people to come and help me to to stop that from happening well, last week the owner of those two stations was arrested for tax evasion. And the tax evasion, the amount of money was $36,000. The point is, those $36,000 that he did not pay, he got it off the backs of the people in the African-American community. Where was the NAACP? Where were the people who were standing on the shoulders of those who have gone before us when we needed to be out there doing something to prevent this type of travesty. Therefore, we are not we are not moving forward in the same mindset that our foreparents did. We become selfish. We become complacent. We we're using that drum the drum major's mentality. Of just trying to beat that drum faster than the, uh, or trying to step faster than the drama. That's what we're doing, and it is not right. It is wrong, and like I said, that's just Regina. And that—that's my little feel for this evening. I'm gonna calm down,
2: Cheryl. One of the things that is clear to me is is that we don't strike fear in the hearts of those that who are doing or trying to take us backwards. Uh we had one Haitian senator who demanded a an apology. Uh Donald Trump doesn't see a need to apologize to the black community because he doesn't fear that there's enough strength in the back community to to uh make a difference in him being reelected. So until we are able to strike fear in the hearts of the Democratic Party, in the hearts of the Republican Party, we are not a a we're not a vehicle or a group to be feared. And if you're not feared, People do not make allowances for the things that you demand.
6: Um, I believe that we are not making enough noise. And when I say noise, I don't mean like, you know, out of control. I mean where we home and we extend into the communities. And mainly, you know, reaching out to the churches so that the churches can draw, as they're drawing people in, that this can be a way of understanding that we all are put here for service, as a servant, as a servant to God, not self-service. And what are we to do? And sometimes we can get a little bit more understanding when we have those programs within the community. The generation now is not getting it where they are being taught. They are understanding more. And trust me, I truly, truly believe that if we came together as we possibly could, that we can make a difference in so many areas. So many areas. But we're not willing to come together as a group. We always have, you know, a handful say, Well I ain't doing that because I'm not gonna miss my show and I'm not gonna do this and I'm a, y'all do what y'all wanna do. But sometimes we have to understand that we have to sacrifice some things in order to gain more things, you know, and I just believe that we are not, we are not where we could be because we are not together and we don't stand together on a lot of things, you know, and I understand that we all have different agendas. We all have different purposes in life, you know, but suppose with all of these different purposes, there's a group that have a certain purpose and another group that have a certain purpose. So just think how powerful that would be if those various groups came together and then those groups all came together. You know, we I mean, we have enough of the things that we do, but if we can just focus on the positive things um, of doing and coming together more, we can, make, we can make a lot of things happen. We can make a, you know, shake up a lot of things, um, move a lot of things. You know, the things that we talk about, if we can get more people on board and help them to identify their purpose, you know, and to join in if they haven't found their purpose that they can join in in with other, any area that one of us is doing. The same thing with this platform here, you know, how it's educating us, how it's helping us to realize things. If we can get more people on the platform and discussing this and more people calling in and more people discussing it and just bring more awareness. Because a lot of times, you know, some people just don't know what to do and don't even know that there's a need to be doing something or even to go about how to do it, you know, and that's why this platform is so great because everybody has been able to put in their inputs on different ways that we can go about doing things and who we can call and, you know, so just starting here and branching out from the different things that we are continually doing to build those things to the next level, that we can speak volume and make things move.
2: And, Cassie, we cannot sit idly by and understand and not understand the impact we have as individuals. Uh, When we help a family to establish their presence, and bring them along spiritually and economically, that is putting another warrior on duty. And the more people we bring on duty gives us the kind of leadership or support that we need for our leaders, but our leaders cannot be successful if they don't have any backing. And how do they get their backing if those troops that are behind are not helping other people to get on the on the on the front line,
1: well, you know James um first, I wanted to say something to Miss Regina and um regarding those two um um places that were up and no, that they are hopefully you saying that they're no longer open because of the tax. But it was because of your voice being blasted out in the streets and to different people that allowed that situation to happen. So, I mean, so in, in if you look at it on the other side, it's like when you began to talk about it and you were telling people, people were praying and God has revealed that that was not a, um, a, a good place for those stores to be open and for them to use that name the way that they did it. So it was taken down. And that's what it is. When we come together and if there's a situation going on, when we begin to speak it out to different people, then one person may not be able to come along with me to go to the place, but that person may pray. Then the other person may give me $5 to continue to do what I'm doing because they can't, too can't come along with me. But things, are, I believe that things are changing. I mean, we may not see it the way we think it's supposed to be blasted out in the atmosphere, I mean, you know, in front of us. But I believe, I truly believe in my heart and my spirit that there is change happening. We don't see it all, but there is change happening. Excuse me, my dog is going a little bit
0: crazy right now.
1: see sees something outside. But I wanted to say, too much is given, much is required. So when we ask the Lord to give us things, when we ask him for more, it's not going to come the way we think it's going to come, but it's going to come the way that he wanted to come, and he's going to use us in the way that he wants
2: to use us. And so, Regina, um, we recognize that you do a lot in South Carolina, and your voice is being heard in a lot of different places. Uh, But we feel if the NAACP is not doing what they need to do, maybe we need to be regrouping and creating other organizations uh, that can move in the direction that we want them to move in.
4: Well, no, I'm not going to give up on the NAACP. What I'm going to do is get in there and bring awareness to what is not going on and um, be a, a, um, a gadfly, if, you would, if I would say, or like a gnat in their ear and, and make them aware of these situations and, and bring it to the forefront and continuously ask, what are we going to do about this? Now, in addition to that, um, recognizing mm-hmm. that there is a need for people of brown skin, people of, of various um, nationalities who come from from uh, countries that are disadvantaged, there's a need for us to know about those places. My daughter and I have um, have joined... Here in Columbia, it's called Simple Justice, and it's the the Columbia branch of the Black Lives Matter. You would be amazed at the information that you get from just sitting in these think tank type of organizations. They were the ones who told me that a lot of these folk who we think are Indians, they're not actually Indians. They come from various countries, and the people who own the Obama stations here are from Yemen. And the man was so surprised when I told him, I said, you're not Indian, you're from Yemen. You come from a a country that's that's ruined by wars and things. Why are you coming here to try to make our community war-torn like yours? And he was shocked that I knew that information, but I got it from working with the Black Lives Matter, so we have to you know branch out and then bring that information back into the communities and educate our young people in our communities so that they will will have information when they go back out it, it's 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 a crazy cycle, but I just guess, guess you just got to keep working with it, I, I guess. I, I'm just doing what I can. I don't know.
2: Uh, Reverend Smith, one of the things that concerns me is just clearly about fairness. Uh, just like Regina talked about, there are people who come in our community without fear. They have no fear of the church. They have no fear of successful uh, African Americans and they don't all they do is prey on the people who are in need of their product in their in their area so what I'm saying you come in and you open up a store and you provide the drug paraphernalia that is necessary for the drug uh, drug users to use in order to get high. Well why do you have to sell those things? You need to you you know, I have no problem with you selling chips, I have no problem with you selling sodas and milk and eggs and and uh, candy. But why do you have to sell things to the community that are a detriment to their existence? And but they don't fear doing that because Nobody's going to rise up and close them down.
5: James, have you ever tried opening a business in the black community? I have That's not a question. myself,
2: a Rubber Smith.
5: Okay. Blacks, I don't know why. Honest to goodness, I don't know why. But I opened up a grocery store.
3: Um, and I
5: had my products, all of canned goods, milk, everything. Five cents above wholesale. Five cents. My mother had already told me that it, it that, that won't make a difference. Five cents. And I the people would literally bypass my grocery store to go up to this white Still man store where they would he would give them credit and cheat them on a constant basis. And I was even taking food stamps, but they would literally continue to continue to bypass the store. Only a, one or two few people came into that store and purchased anything at all. And it's it's almost like we're afraid. It seems that we're afraid to uh, allow someone of our own race to get ahead. We would rather allow someone else in the other races to get ahead. We'll go to them in a minute. And it's when it comes down to these people coming into the community. And, 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 and like Kathy, I think it was Kathy was saying that she doesn't uh, fool with the uh, uh, NAACP. I don't fool with the NAACP. Regina, she just said that she would she was getting on, getting in there, and she was going to keep her voice up in their ears. I did that when I was in, when I was uh, pastoring over in um, um, Oak Hill. I did it when i had been pastoring here. I joined each organization, one in New Smyrna, one in Kissimmee. I joined organizations up in uh, Palatka, other places of that nature. And each one of these places, the only thing that they did was sit there and had meetings
3: and they had banquets.
5: Every time they got ready to do something, they had to call headquarters in order to see whether was not it was okay for them to follow up on what they had been given or something for. We as police officers used to even stop by the NAACP. I did, and me and my buddy, my partner did. We would stop by and say, look, we I want you all try to look into this and, okay, 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 Giles, we'll do that, we'll do this, okay. And, and we never hear anything else back from them. All right, so we have a problem with each with each other. That is the biggest problem, James. I'm so happy that you have this uh, radio show. I'm so happy that you even go to the museum and work there. Whatever you do, I'm so happy about everything that each one on this line. I could just jump and shout because of your ability and your tenacity to get out and go. And, and make something in your life And try to help your children To make something in their lives But you got a lot of people Who are praying right now Right now That you James And some of the others will, The downfall would come He thinks he's something Or Giles thinks he's something Or Kathy or Sheryl, or, or Gina We have a problem with that And, and you wonder why these people can come in our neighborhoods, and that's the reason, because we trust everybody but us.
2: We and, certainly
5: are in full
2: agreement. I'm in Did full agreement
5: with you. Your
2: yeah. I'm, ahead, I'm in full agreement. I'm in full agreement with you, uh, because not only should you be able to pay, charge five percent uh, above. Uh, wholesale, you should have been able to charge 5% over retail and it not matter because we're supporting each other. Uh, If we have to charge a little bit more, we should be thankful that we're helping, that our money is going to somebody who can care a little more about our community. Those people who have invaded our community and they take their profits and go somewhere else, And the minute you go ask them for some money for something in the community, they're not willing to give you any of the profits uh, they have got. And so we do have to change our behavior and look at supporting our leaders and our business people to help them to become stronger economically so that they can fight the battle needed. You don't need just people on the front lines. You need people who can financially support the people who are on the front line. And those people will not get the money that they need unless all of us help support those businesses. Mm-hmm. I try to make sure that the the extra money that I have or money that I have, a portion of it always goes to African American businesses. Very hey, few of the people that work on my home are of any other race than my own, because I looked to my race first. When I really invested in my house and to um, to get my roof fixed and get my air conditioner fixed and get uh, all the things that we needed, the only person I went to or uh, could not find was somebody to put on a garage door. So when mm-hmm. I couldn't find what I needed in the community, I went outside the community. And had a garage door done when my house gets painted, it's gonna be painted by someone who is of of, of color and I don't feel that I, that I'm being wrong when I can't find what I need, I'll go to find it outside of where uh it's in my benefit. but we should not be subject to uh fearing helping the the business people in our community. Cheryl, I just find it ridiculous that, that we, we find ourselves willing to do that and not support black businesses and give them the opportunity to support us as we fight for the things that we deserve to have.
6: You know, you're so right because um, whoever was saying that we don't, we don't trust each other, and that's the main thing. And, you know, I find that a lot of times when we go to each other, we want a deal. But we won't go to the next person and ask them for a deal. And if they're not willing to give us a deal or they're not willing to tell us, or we do it for them for nothing, then that's when they want to slander our name. Or, you know, I had – I found out today that – somebody was talking about, you know, what I do as far as the health and wellness. And somebody mentioned, and this was a person who, let's say a church member Mm -hmm. that said, y'all don't know her. She's on crack. That's how she lost all her weight. Now, did that shock me? No, it didn't shock me. Because when people... Are jealous, or they don't know, or they're not willing to do what it takes. And it takes hard work, you know, to get where I am. They don't have a problem blandering my name. But just so happens the person that they talked to did not back down to what they said and really let it in on them. And probably mm-hmm. said more to them and used words that I would not have used because they know who I am. But that goes in a lot of different cases. You know, we won't. We won't support each other. And that's the same thing. The minute that I had to do, um, to get the flower, uh, the plant, you know, that the first thing I looked up was black-owned business in Meridian, Mississippi. That was the very first thing that I did, and that's who I gave our business to, you know, and as I spoke many a times before, and that is only because they we are the underdogs. We don't get enough businesses, and I understand what Pastor Smith said because myself as well in my younger days, I owned a grocery store, and I knew how the traffic was, community. People will bypass you. If you're not giving them what they want, then they're going to bypass you and go to somebody else. They want things on credit. They want, But they're not going to go to another store and ask them for credit. They're just going to get mad with you because you won't give them credit. So we have to do better at supporting ourselves. And I think a lot of it is we don't even trust our own selves. So – it makes it difficult for us to be able to trust each other. We don't want to live together. You know, we use the excuses that I can't live with nobody. But, I mean, you grew up in a house full with other people. And, I mean, you know, we're not willing to do what it takes to get to advance ourselves or even to help each other because we're helping each other. And that's what we're supposed to be doing helping each other, and that's one of our major downfalls is, is that we think that the next person is going to get more than the other person, the crab mentality. You know, I'm going to keep pulling you down every time you go to the top, every time, you know, I see you trying to get to the top. or even And you're not getting to the top. You're just trying to get somewhere. You know, you're just trying to do something make a difference in life and you get more support from people to who you would not even expect. And again, I applaud you James for this platform and, you know, and that we, you know, we are coming together as supporters and being dedicated, you know, to this show and showing our support, you know, because not only are you getting, but we are receiving as well. So it's a win-win situation for everybody, and we definitely can see that. So um, we have to do better at being able to trust ourselves to be able to trust others.
2: And we have to lead by example. I need you, and I want to go on record as saying people introduce me to people who are in business. I don't assume that they're going to do me and Cheryl has been uh with me uh helping me to be successful uh through my endeavor to get uh healthier uh She provides me with the herbs that I need uh to become stronger, and I send her the money for those things so that because I know she knows better than I. And the point is, and she, is, she rides me harder than I ride myself, but you have to learn each other and believe that the other person wants what's in your best interest so that you can assist each other to become economically successful. But there seems to be too many people unwillingness to, to, to extend that trust. And uh, too often, uh, Kathy is aware that we have an uh, entrepreneurial spirit, but we have the people who we should be able to count on, times aren't willing to support us in our entrepreneurial dreams.
1: You're absolutely right when you have a vision, everybody doesn't see your vision, so you have to find somebody that can get behind you uh to help you go forth with your vision, like um you just said, you trust um uh Cheryl, and she sees the vision she sees you in the future, you know she knows what you need in order to get the change that she's that you're trying to get to help you get there. So that's a good thing. But most of the time, people don't uh, see your vision. You can tell them your vision, but they don't see it. And like Regina, like she said, you know, she she had um a problem for a while, but then she began to go and seek out and search for what it is that she needed and who she needed to have around her, and she made changes in her life. I mean – that in itself says something. And it, and you know what, James, it may not always be the African-Americans that help us. I mean, I know we want them to be our go-to, but it's, they're not going to always be the ones who's going to help mm-hmm. us with our vision. You know, it's a good thing when they do, but it's not always going to be them. And sometimes you got to look at a person's heart and not look at their skin color because there have been many of people that have come alongside of, of our organization to help, and they right. have not been African Americans. You know, uh, we put it, put it out all the time that we need help. We don't need finances, but we need volunteers. If you can come and volunteer to help us watch the kid's feast, and, you know, like I think Pastor said, you know, people always have an excuse, or sure, or one of them, they have an excuse on why they can't do it. So you have to, whoever comes alongside of you to help you with your vision, that's who is supposed to be with you during that season of that particular um, project that you're working on.
2: All right, we're going to take a short break and come back and let everyone have their final words. You know, we're on a mission, and that mission needs everybody out there who's willing to support us on this mission. And I believe in us, and I'm never going to stop believing in us. And uh, that is just a given. I'm going to continue to fight the fight until I no longer have the breath to do it because I believe in my people, and we just have to continue to sing to the choir until our pews are filled with the individuals that need to hear it.
0: There, there was a time I knew that no matter. And then Inside the dream I knew Came the question of this fear Can true love fail? Then I would miss the child of wish And haven't I sung to you Of the night
2: This is James T. DeShea, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. Call in to 657-383-0309 so that your voice can be heard loud and clear. Uh, Kathy what is your final word For this evening
1: Um, Wow My final word For this evening Is there is a time And a purpose for everything Under the sun And everyone's purpose I believe from this line, is being fulfilled. We're not where we want to be, but thank God we're not where we used to be. Everyone on here has talked about it, about their testimonies of where they came from and how they're trying to strive to be better. That in itself is a purpose because you're not doing what you used to do, but you are doing what you have been purposed to do. So thank you, James, for the opportunity. And hashtag
2: pray for our president. All right. I see your face, Cassie. Uh, Regina, your final thought for this evening?
0: Um,
4: (laughs) Hashtag pray for our president. That's the only thing that's going to help that man. Prayer
2: <laughs> help him get beyond himself. Uh, oh, 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 oh! I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Regina.
4: Lindsey Graham was here today, and someone made the the statement of, um, you know, folk aren't even afraid of us, or, or, and I say they don't even have the respect for African Americans that they really just say anything. He was here at the Urban League's breakfast this morning and he actually said that um he was going to support the president in his agenda to do what was right for what the president thought was right for the United States. Even after all the president has said, all of everything that's been said by the president the negativity and all he didn't lindsey graham had no concern about saying that in a group of african-american people so that goes to say that what you all are saying there's a there's proof right there that what you're saying has validity that we don't have enough teeth to be respected
2: Yep, and that is truly an issue. Uh, Cheryl, what what is your final thought for this evening?
6: That um, I'm going to have to agree with Kathy with what she was saying and that, you know, from this day forward, that we all come together and make a difference, you know, whether it's separate agendas, individual agendas, but we all come to a common ground when we come here to discuss those things that will change the lives of ourselves and well as well as others, and like I always say, whatever we do, we can always do more.
5: All
2: right, Reverend Smith, uh, what what is your final thought for this evening?
5: I just like to say to uh, Cheryl, if you are helping people to get, I need about thirty pounds gone here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: so if you could give me a call or something and help me to I, I used to, I, I was a bodybuilder at one time And uh, ever since I've been a pastor Well, not ever since, about 15 years now I've just been going down, down, down But I'm a young 75 And I want to kind of stay a young 75 for a while So I need to get rid of about 30 of these pounds Okay <laughs>
2: But I'm going uh, uh, <laughs> well, like to I'm gonna tell you me. this Before before she say anything I'm going to tell you this You better be careful what you ask for Because if you uh, no. if Somebody mentioned being, being a gnat in your ear That's going to be an elephant in your ear If you get You, you start working with uh Sherry with because Sherry don't play the radio When it come to, to making sure That her uh, rules are followed So uh I'm going to shut up because so I'm just letting you know uh, I'm scared of Cheryl when well, it comes, it comes to I need Cheryl James. to
4: call me too <laughs> <laughs>
2: James,
5: I'm one That's... of those people that, I'm one of those people that um, need to be kicked in the behind often about sitting around and I do so much though I do so much and I've done so much in my lifetime all by the grace of God I've been able to do these things but i've allowed myself because i've been by myself for so long that i sit here a lot of times and read and watch tv or i'm making phone calls and counseling people but that's not enough but anyway getting back to the um the topic that we were talking about i i, I really i really am say, it's really sad that regina said and I had no, I had no uh, other thought in my mind that Lindsey Graham had made a total 180-degree turn, okay, because he was one of the ones along with John McCain. John McCain was keeping Lindsey Graham on his side, and Lindsey Graham mm-hmm. stayed on John McCain's side as long as John McCain was healthy. Lindsey Graham needs somebody to lean on, all right? So now Trump has take, taken him uh, to golf, his golf course down here, and he's talked to him, and he's probably told him all the things that he's going to do for Carolina and all of these kind of things. So we, we can't expect <laughs> this. Is, this is politics. This is politics of Georgia or wherever he's from. But this is politics, and, and it's unfortunate that we have to put up with this foolishness. They're not men. How can they turn around and go home and look at their children and their wives knowing that they have said all of these things and then turn around and, and do a 180-degree upside down? But as far as we as black sis are concerned, we've got to do better. Uh, uh, Cheryl said it correctly. All of you have said it correctly. We're too busy fighting one another, and that's the wrong people to be fighting. We need to fight the good fight of faith. I don't think we, number one, like Kathy, Kathy, you're so right. I don't think we trust God enough. We don't trust God enough. We trust in the dollar bill, we trust in that. Those, those shoes and those clothes we buy, we trust in the, the homes that we are purchasing and all that. But we don't trust in God, not knowing that the same, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be uh-huh. the name of the Lord. And one of these days, we're going to have to answer. And that's why our children are going to hell in a handbasket right now. Excuse my expression, but it's true. Because we are so inundated with all of these materialistic things that we've lost contact with the realism of who and whose we really are. We've lost that. We've lost our first love. We came out of the slavery because of Jesus Christ, who felt bad for us, just like they heard our cry like he did with the Israelites. And we we are the we look read about the Israelites and, and plight and read about Our We are we are almost equally
3: mm-hmm. uh, weighed out
5: together, equally yeah. weighed out together. And God is not pleased, so don't expect no changes anytime soon unless we come together. And thank you, James. God bless you, my, my friend. Mm-hmm. God bless you. For having this forum that we all. And 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 some of them would probably be here right now. That's not here, but but God bless you, man. Because I would say I wouldn't have never been talking on here if you had never called. I didn't know anything about her, James shape, But thank God for your you and your platform.
2: Thank God for you, man. God
5: put you well, there for a
2: well, purpose. I thank God for your continued support, and you know. I've always told you I'm a believer, but I, I'm not. I'm, a, I'm not a scholar when it comes to the Bible, but I believe in have faith in what people don't see. I believe and have faith that that I'm going to continue until I get to wherever I'm supposed to be going, and uh, uh, I just thank God for the support. Of the family we've already created. We do some tremendous things in this family, and we do it because we believe in the things we talk about. Honored to play the role that I play, and I just thank, I'm thankful that I have you all's backing, and that's what's so important to me. And uh, no matter what it costs me or how long it takes, I'm going to continue on this journey. Knowing that our voices need to be heard
5: But James so, i say one thing James I go say ahead. One thing? Don't be don't be afraid to say You say you have the faith Don't be afraid to say that you have the faith In our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Because that He wants to hear you Speak his name sometimes And that's all I gotta say Don't be afraid to say <laughs> all right. that
2: But I do have faith in I, the Lord and I, that's why I say I'm a believer. I believe in, in Jesus Christ, and I believe in my God, and I believe in my creator. Uh, and, again, I, I am, uh, I'm just following the journey that I feel like and the purpose that he's given me, and I look there for the go. reality to, come, to become real. Uh, take that's care, it. everybody. See you guys tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern time, where your voice can be heard loud and clear. On Thoughts, Love, and Reflection
5: Cheryl, don't forget about me
0: <laughs> Okay Bye <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> There's a place in your heart And I know that it is love And a place that brighter than tomorrow care enough for the living make a living.